You don't sound excited. Tell them God is good. Mm -mm 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 -mm. You don't sound like God is really good to you. Say God is good. You know that song? God is good all the time. They put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. God is good all the time. You can do it again. Say, God is good all the time. Put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good all the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. Come on! God is good all the time. Show glory! <laughs> Find your sit, sit, sit. We'll do it better in second service. Though I cannot understand all the plans you have for me. Second service, baby. my life is in your hand. See song, see song. It's not just a Benlo, Benlo. See, see song. See, are you seeing the lyrics? Benlo, Benlo, Benlo. What are you seeing? What the Lord has done? Why is the Lord on the ground? Benlo. <laughs> Come on, my God is a good God. And he's good to me. You people think some people think the God, some people think God is good, but they don't believe he's good to them. Why? Because they, they expect God's goodness to come to them um, based off on what they have done. I'm preaching already, sorry. To continue. Yeah, some people think God is good, but they don't think he's good to them. Because they expect God's goodness to come to them based on what they have done. So if they are good, God can be good to them. But if they are bad, God becomes bad to them. No, God is good irrespective of you. God is good. God is good with or without you. So if God becomes bad because you misbehave, it means God is schizophrenic. It means God is petty. It means God is um, bipolar. It means God fluctuates. Means God is PHCN. He's here today and gone tomorrow. But if you earthly fathers know how to give good gifts, how much more your heavenly father? See, so the premise of this is to let you know that God is not the one against you. If God be for us. <laughs> yeah. I said, if God be for us, who can who goes down? Who God be for us. God be for us. I don't care what's happening around me. God is on my side. A thousand shall fall on your right and ten thousand on the other side, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you see and behold the reward of the wicked. What's going on around there is not my business. God is on my side. I don't care how many that gather against me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. Even when my enemies and my foe come up against me, they stumbled and they fell. I didn't touch them. By themselves. They fell. Why? There's a force field of grace around the believer. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Can I preach this morning? <laughs> Glory to God. So we started a series last Sunday titled The Culprits. Uh, it's been good, right? I think 
I think so. Have you been blessed by the series so far? So we just did the first installment. Let's see what we can do today. I don't know. I'll just share briefly because we need to wrap, wrap this thing up. He's <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, so the culprit uh, didn't reload it today. Let's see what happens. Um, can we be upstanding for the reading of God's word? Acts chapter 17, verse 22 to 23, NIV. I hope we can all see from the back. Okay, can we all read together? One, two, three, go. Paul then stood up in the meeting of the area, whatever that is, and said, People of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. Next verse. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription to an unknown God. So you are ignorant of the very thing you worship, and this is what I am going to proclaim to you. So they've been worshiping something that they don't know, but Paul has come to explain it to them. So it's possible that the believer can be giving worship to a God he has no familiarity with. And you see, if your understanding of God is not full, your experience of him will not be full. Can you sit for a minute? Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word. It gives light and understanding to the simple. Our lives are transformed by the bringing off your word. The demons are terrified. The people are edified. And you alone is glorified in the name of Jesus. So Paul comes into the city of Athens. And then these people are worshiping something that they don't know. How can you be offering worship to something that you don't know? When God is not known, he becomes a deity. When God is not known, he becomes a deity. He becomes like the Amadeo in your village. The one that you pour libations to. You see, God doesn't receive libation, he receives worship. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. So they were worshiping an unknown God. And Paul says, I have come. Why, why, why did he come? Because God wants to be known. Uh, are you here? <laughs> They've been worshiping something unknown for donkey years. And Paul shows up one day and says, I have come to tell you this thing that you're worshiping. So they describe God from their perspective. The unknown God. From their perspective, he wasn't known. But just because you don't know God doesn't mean he's not known. Are you seeing what I'm saying now? They didn't know him. They called him the unknown God, but there was a man who knew him. So man can know God. A man can explain God. The problem is you've been going to the wrong churches. You've been going to where they are laying hands on you and pressing your neck. Because there's a demon inside you. You have five spirits. It's not you I'm talking to. Just using your head, for example. you have spirit husband it's not you sorry sit in front of their service sorry. <laughs> but how can a man who has the Holy Ghost have a spirit husband you already have a spirit husband Jesus <laughs> you're the bride of Christ <laughs> that's the highest spirit husband now what other spirit husband is there he who is joined with the Lord is one spirit I've not given you husband fine man you don't have man, fine man. <laughs> Say, I'm giving you husband. You don't have man. Glory to God. Do you have? Hey. When I'm using you, for example, let's just keep quiet. <laughs> Be free in the house of God. There's liberty. All right. 
So we are joined with the Lord. We are one spirit with him. I don't want to deviate because I just keep going from there. But God can be known and God wants to be known. Somebody who, God wants to be known. Your father wants you to know him. That's why he spends time with you. I'm talking about the fathers who are not available. And if that's your experience, no problems. There's a God that has become father to you. And has given you 66 books to know him. 66 books. And you think he wants to hide himself. God doesn't play hide and seek. Have you seen me? Have you seen me? Find, find me if you can. Boju, boju. That's not God. God doesn't play squid games. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God wants to be known. So they were worshipping something that they didn't know for donkey years, but a man. Now, God didn't come to explain. He was a man. So men can explain God. Men can know God, and they can explain him. And I told you one time, it is so because we have become sons, and only sons can explain the Father. That's not what we God said, we didn't become servants. And the message did not come to us through servants. It came to us through sons, because the bringer of salvation determines the offspring of salvation. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The bringer of salvation determines the offspring of salvation. If servants brought us the gospel, we will become servants by birth. Did you hear what I'm saying? Mm. So it is sons that will bring the gospel. No, that's why angels don't preach. Even if an angel appears to you now, he will send you to a man. Do you see that now? When was his name? When an angel appeared to Cornelius, you see, he sent for Peter. The angel would have just said, receive Jesus now. He is not the prerogative of angels to preach. They will never preach. They are still learning the gospel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Bible says that angels gather with us here as we are teaching, they are taking notes. They are servants. They run errands for the heirs of salvation. So how can your messenger be teaching you? You should be more knowledgeable than angels. Do you follow what I'm saying now? Glory to God. So God wants to be known. And so Paul comes to them and says, I'm going to explain to you. Give me the same scripture on MSG. Let's show you what it is there. Are you getting blessed already? MSG, can we run? Look at this. It says, so Paul took his stand in the open space at the, and laid it out for them. I know how to pronounce it. Just <laughs> real progress. And he laid it out for them. It is plain to see that you Athenians take your religion seriously. See, you can take religion seriously and not take God seriously. You can be very religious. You come to church, but you don't know God. You sweep our toilet. You clean the floor. You arrange our chairs. But you don't have a relationship with God. And I, I've told you before how that one man came out and he was reading Psalm 23. After reading, they clapped for him. One other man came and read. Everybody started crying. They called the other guy and said, sir, what did you do? It's the same Psalm. He said, no, that guy knows the Psalm. I know the shepherd. <laughs> so it's relationship that bats experience, that bats manifestation. That guy read the Psalm. Me, I know the shepherd. So he was talking Psalm 23. I was talking Jesus. When you talk Jesus, the atmosphere in the room changes. That's what he brought. So Paul was saying to them, I know you guys take your religion seriously, but you don't know the God of the religion. You don't know the God that you're talking about. When I arrived here the other day, I was fascinated with all the shrines. I came across. And then I found one inscribed to the God nobody knows. 
I'm here to introduce you to this God. So you can worship him intelligently. Are you seeing now? So when, when God is not accurately known, the worship cannot be adequately served. When God is not accurately known, the worship cannot be accurately or adequately served. You can't worship God intelligently if you don't know him accurately. Are you following what I'm saying? So the God nobody knows. I am here to introduce you to this God so you can worship intelligently, know who you are dealing with. So when it's a God that nobody knows, people can be dealing with demons and think it's God. Are you seeing now? So what happens is God doesn't want you to have an obscure idea of him. Once you are ignorant of God, the devil can cash in on that and give you an experience and you will call it God. So some people have been blaming God for what God didn't do because they thought he was God. They didn't know God. And somebody needs to teach you God. All of you saying the Holy Ghost is my teacher. You're lying. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When he ascended, he gave gifts. Pastors, teachers, apostles, for the equipping of the saints. For teaching. For training. The Holy Ghost is my teacher. No, 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 no. If you don't have a pastor, you are wrong. Find a local church and sit down there. You're always going everywhere. It's happening there. It's happening there. You all that shout hallelujah in the morning. Amen. Amen. Miracles can't grow you spiritually. Miracles won't grow you spiritually. They will meet your needs, but you'll be, you'll be starving. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? We are, we are fast losing the culture in this generation. You just wake up in the morning and shout, Amen! Amen! Share it now, share it now. Amen! Amen! In the next five years, the believers who are coming will have no prayer life because they would have they would have outsourced their prayer life to a certain man or a certain woman somewhere who will stand in one place and be conducting prayers for them Mm-mm. you don't outsource relationship Mm-mm. you don't do it nobody can know God for you so if you're not in that place where you're intentionally cultivating relationship, fellowship with God, you are missing out on some things. And I told you last Sunday, there's no middleman in Christianity. Nobody is a go in between for you and God. No, no, no. You get there by yourself. Even Jesus is not a middleman. He is the way, not the middleman. He opened the door. He didn't stand there. He took you to the Father so you can talk to him by yourself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't be confused. You need to know God for yourself. Amen. In the morning. Amen. You join the 7 o'clock or you join the 8 o'clock on. You will not grow spiritually. You are not called to chase miracles. Miracles are meant to chase you. These signs shall follow them that believe. Are you listening to me? Don't be a baby Christian in church. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Babies can't raise sons. Babies can't trade sons. So if you stay baby all your life, there's little you can do for God. God wants to use you, but you can't, he can't use you. God wants to use every believer, but he can't use every believer. Some people are available, but they are not effective. Are you listening? So Paul, I'm still listening. So Paul is here to now explain to them who they are dealing with. So very important. So all of this tool teaching about the corporate to let you know who God truly is so that you can know how and who you're dealing with. So we, we started with Sunday um, explaining to you the attributes of God and who God really is. Look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. 
give me an IBM message, TBT, let's run. This message, this is the message we have heard from him and declared to you, God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. Come on, say God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. So what, what you find is if something bad is happening in your life, it couldn't be God. This is helping us with Bible study and um, what the Bible calls rightly dividing the word of truth because you can wrongly divide. So when you read things in the Old Testament that says God killed, God did this, God did that, you come back to the New Testament, which is the S-ray of the scriptures, and find out if God killed in the New Te Old Testament, how come he's not killing now? See, grace did not change the character of God. People think God, God was very bad in the Old Testament. Jesus now died, now changed his mind. We're done. Mm -mm. God has been good from the beginning. He didn't change because he just died. Are you with me? See, God is not scared of sin. And God is not tripped off by sin. I see something that people think this guy is preaching heresy. It was Adam that messed up in the garden. When God came, he called them. Adam, Adamu, Adam, Adamu. God didn't say you did mumu. Say Adam. Adam. Say, where are you? So the man, you think God, God didn't know his sin? God knew his sin, but God was looking for him. He was the one running. Why are you running? 70 years old man. He was the one, he was the one that sinned. God was the one coming after him. God wasn't like, ah, you messed up so badly. I can deal with this stuff. Take this shit out of my side. That's not God. If God is love and he can't put up with your flaws, it's not God. Are you listening to me? So, he, so Adam messed up and God comes. Now look at God's, the scripture is very powerful because there's something called the, the law of first mention. So the first time you see a thing happen in scripture determines all, shows you how it most likely be used all through scripture. So we see God's first reaction to sin in Genesis. Adam messed up. God should have killed him. But God clothed him. By this time, there was no law also, remember? God covered him. God shielded him. The guy was actually trying to cover himself. But you see, a fellow man can't save himself. So he was plugging fig leaves. But figs don't last forever. They would dry up. If they had left that guy, he would pluck all the fields in the garden and still not be covered. But when the Lord came, he slayed an animal, took the skin, for the Lamb of God was slain from the foundations of the earth. So, God, see, so when you see Jesus on the cross, it was not God reacting to sin. He, the Lamb was slain. So the, the solution to sin preceded the sin. God didn't wait for you to fall before he killed the son. He killed the son in his mind. He killed his son in his mind before you behaved. Can I explain to you? You know when he said to Abraham, take thy only son. He said to Abraham, don't touch that boy. Why? For you, you already kill him for your mind. See, now look, there's a... 
So God was looking for someone who can have the same mindset that he had for the Savior to come through his loins. And then he found Abraham. So you see God's first reaction is the same. He tells you God is not hate. God is not wicked. God is love. Do you understand? Come on, say God is love. In him, there's no darkness. There's no shadow of turning. Give me, give, me, give me a message. Let's see. This, in essence, is the message we heard from Christ and are passing on to you. God is light. Pure light. It's not halogen. Pure light. There is not a trace of darkness in him. So all of you being like, ah, God is using sickness to teach me something. It couldn't be, say, I'm going through something now. You know, what God has been dealing with me on, dealer. God is dealing with me. If God puts sickness on you to teach you something, you can't cast it out. Why are you going to the hospital? <laughs> Look, God puts sickness on you to teach you. You now call doctor. You can't get healed. <laughs> so, sh- listen, he shows you the nature of your father. He can't put sickness on you. Even you, can you put sickness on your son? See, I don't even want you to see. You need a year word. No touch fire, no touch fire. Yeah, bring your hand. Touch hand, touch hand. You don't burn you now. You don't say, be. It's hot. You don't say. Next time, if I tell you, you go, yeah. That's not God. God doesn't use wickedness to teach. He shows love. There's no darkness in him. He's only pure life. Give him, give him TPT. Are you learning something? Now, this is the life-giving message we heard him share, and it's still ringing in our ears. We now repeat his words to you. God is pure light. You will never find even a trace of darkness in him. God is not wicked. God is not evil. God is not a murderer. I know bad things are happening. You know, why do bad things happen to good people? Life is happening to them. But see, don't put those things on God. Because people do that because they don't know God. And that's why we're doing all of the explanations. The epistles shows you who God truly is. God is not the one doing these things. You will see as we keep reading who God really is. Give me, give me James chapter 1 verse 16 to 17. I want to see if I can do all of these things today. It says, do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Why? Because you can, you can easily be deceived. For every good gift, we don't read the first one. We don't read 16, we read this one. He says, do not be deceived. Intentionally so. For every good gift and perfect gift is from above, not from beneath. So the devil can't give good things. The devil gave you money. Check, you lost your kidney. You lost your mom. You lost your dad. You lost your sibling. You lost somebody. Whatever the devil gives, he takes something for it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This I did not take so much. Just my last finger. <laughs> well done. It's coming for the rest. <laughs> Are you here? My, my mom will say, Kwensu. how did he put it? So, Onye Kwensu Boti Shiba Wadishi. Boti Shiba Wadishi. Now bring your head and take another head. The head you take is problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? Every good gift and perfect gift comes from God, from above, comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Next verse. Okay, it stops here, right? Give me, give me, give me a message. Let's see. What does the message say? Last morning, don't be blind. So, my very dear friends, don't get thrown off course. Of course. 
Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. So is sickness from heaven, is penury from heaven, is lack from heaven, is being broke from heaven, is backwardness from heaven. Because I told you last Sunday, if you believe something evil is from God, you can't cast it out. You know, the Bible says to resist the devil and he will flee. You can't resist God if this thing is from God. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So, settle in your mind, God is not bad. First, see, God is not a bad God. Say, God is not a bad God. The devil is a bad devil. <laughs> so, settle it in your mind. God is not a bad God. And if bad things happen around you, it is not God bringing them. But you see, God can use bad things to turn in your favor. God doesn't bring bad things, but when they happen to you, he can use it. He can bar it. You understand what I'm saying? God doesn't bring evil, but when he, when these things happen, people see. Because you learn something good from a bad situation, does not mean it was God orchestrated. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because you learned something good, you learned a lesson from a bad experience, does not mean it was God orchestrated. The devil meant it for evil, but God had it for good. You see what I'm saying now? So it wasn't God that sold Joseph. Uh, 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 are you here now? It wasn't God that sold Joseph. So what happened was Joseph had a dream, but his brothers wanted to kill the dream. So they sold him. Mind you, if he had stayed in that place he stayed, he would have seen him prime minister. Because God, you have, there are many ways to kill a rat. You think God has, doesn't have many ways to bring you to where he wants to bring you to? God can be stranded. So they were trying to kill the vision, so they sold him. They buried him, but they didn't know they planted him. Uh, <laughs> they put him in there so he would die. Killed an animal, put the blood on his coat, and went to the father and said, Ah, our brother is dead. But you see, once you put the blood on the animal on the cloth, there was an exchange. Life has replaced life. So he can't die anymore. <laughs> I'll preach it another time. <laughs> At that point, it was a type and shadow of Jesus. An animal has been killed to take his place. So his life was preserved. Are you following what I'm saying? So they were trying to kill the vision. But if the princes of this world had known, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. The enemy was trying to kill Jesus. But he didn't know he was working God's plan. So when I see some things happening around my life, I'm just laughing. You're pushing me to purpose. <laughs> it might be tough, but I'm going to go through it. In the end, glory is going to come out of this thing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? You know, some people, you think it's, mm -mm. they came to Jesus, ah, who, who sinned that this man be born blind? And Jesus said, nobody sinned. Was it that God may be glorified? It didn't mean that God put the eye blindness there so that he would not take glory out of it. Mm -mm. He was just saying that this has happened. This is the devil's work. But in the end, God will be glorified. So just because you learn something good from something bad, doesn't mean it was God orchestrated. Are you getting blessed? Come on, are you getting blessed? I don't know what you're going through, but that thing will turn for good. 
it will turn out for good. In the end, you will celebrate. Who am I talking to? Uh, praise is coming out of that story. Come on. Miracles are coming out of that hard times. I prophesy to you, your story is about to change. Not just your Instagram story, but your real life. Things are shifting for good on your behalf. Who am I talking to? If this is your word, throw your hands up and shout, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You guys want to make me preach this morning. I'm trying to hold myself. I got to teach. So from the father of light, there is nothing deceitful in God. There is nothing deceitful. God doesn't deceive. There's nothing deceitful. Nothing two-faced. It's not too baba. Glory to God. Nothing fickle. He brought us to life using the true word. Showing us off as the crown of all his creation. See Bible now. Nothing two-faced about God. Nothing fickle. Nothing. Mm -mm. Just a good father. Give me TPT. I'm trying to run. So, my friends, don't be fooled by your own desires. You see, it's your desires that blows your perception of God. Sometimes you're wanting something that God doesn't want for you. And because it's not going the way you should go, you think God is bad. It's your want. Your want is not what God needs for you. Sometimes your want is a strong goal. <sighs> Can I teach this morning? God help me. Next verse. Every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect, streaming down from the Father of light, who shines from the heavens with no hidden shadow or darkness and is never subject to change. Come on, see, God is never subject to change. I need to run now. So I told you something last um, last Sunday, and I said to you that God is sovereign, but you see, the sovereignty of God is within the confines of his word, right? The sovereignty of God is within the confines of his word. God, can I teach this? The sovereignty of God is within the confines of his word. So people ask me, what does that mean? It's very simple. If I say I can not lie, and that's true about me, are you following what I'm saying? And then there's now an occasion for me to lie. Because I have said I cannot lie, my ability will be limited by what I have said. Even though I could tell a lie, I won't and can't because the word has been said already. Do you, see, you get what I'm saying? So the sovereign, God can do anything he wants to do, but he won't do it. Why? He said something that limits him. So the word puts a limit on God. That's powerful. The word puts a limit on God. God can't just wake up now and shut down the whole world. He won't. He can't. Now this he won't. He can't. He won't. He can't. God just wake up now. So I don't want this word again. It's a lie. After salvation, he gave the world to men. There's a legal handover that was done. So man is in authority right now. Man is in authority. And man gives God permission on the earth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Why? Because he is the one who extends heaven on earth. God intended for heaven, for earth to become like heaven. How? That the sons of men would, become, would exact their influence upon the earth. 
So when he did that, he steps aside and gives man authority and dominion on the earth. That was what happened in Eden, but the enemy came and took it when he deceived them. After salvation, he returned it back to man. So you are in charge of the earth. If things go wrong on the earth, man is responsible, not God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? An accident happened somewhere. Mm -mm, it's you and the government. There was a bad driver and a bad road. Sometimes it's not the devil. The devil cashes up. <laughs> the devil enters in through the poor system. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The devil can just go, ah, accident now. Mm -mm. He's not that powerful. Why? At salvation, all power was taken from him. If all power was taken from him, which one does he have? So what the enemy works with is devices. Craftiness. We are not ignorant of the devices, not of the power. Because there's no power. The believer is the one who has all power. What the devil has is craftiness. Like Papa will say it, the devil is more crafty than powerful. So it's not power that is the enemy's stronghold. Mm -mm. It's, it's devices, it's craftiness. And that works well because you're ignorant. So your ignorance is the devil's strong point. So when we say read, you know read. Five years, you've not read one book. You're shouting hallelujah, we make it. You will not make anything. No, you can't make it. You can never, never make it. You can't. People don't like truth in this church. Uh -uh. See, I've told you, I told you on Thursday, fasting will not make you fast. You don't have a CV now. Do you have a CV? I came to you. I don't know why I came to you. Do you have a CV? You don't have one. It's no word of knowledge. Are you in school? You can be writing CV already now. Just prepare the CV. <laughs> it's no word of knowledge, but I'm just saying. You, you are out of school. You don't have CV ready. You are waiting for when they call you for a job. You now start writing CV. Mm -mm. You are trusting God to go abroad. You don't have passport. Then somebody, I, I've said it now as a joke. Tomorrow morning, somebody will call you. There's an opening. No interview. Just come for visa stamping. That's all. You now start looking for express. They say express is 200,000 naira. And you don't have it. You will not still come out now. And you'll be like, ah, my village people. My village people. No one is chasing you. Your ignorance is chasing you. And, and I, I told you last Sunday, you will stay long in the valley because you are ignorant. What is I'm going through a phase. The phase has expired. You are still ignorant. That's why you are there. See, God's time is the best. God's time is when you wake up and have sense. God's time is the best. God's time is the best. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Sometimes it's not God's time. Your mumu don't do. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Sunday morning, I know what I'm saying. Thank you. Hope you're taking notes. We shall be preaching good. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God can do anything with, with outside of the confines of his word. So when he spoke his word, he put a limit on himself. When God said, you see, give me um, 2 Peter 3 verse 9. 
Sit down, Peter 3, 9. Don't be wrong. Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, what, towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So what he's saying is God doesn't want anybody to die. God doesn't want anyone to perish. So in other words, God puts a limit on himself saying, I won't kill because I don't want death. Do you see that now? So if God has said his best belief, his sovereignty is within the confines of this truth. So God can't kill anyone because he already put a word that chains him. So even if God wanted to kill somebody now, he can't do it. So God is not responsible for abortions. See, why, why did God allow the abortions to be happening? Just killing small, 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 small children that are just innocent. Why is God like this? Just allowing evil everywhere. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's not God. It was the American system that put out a legislation and said, well, what's it called? Abortion is now legalized. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And when they did that, guess what? Death in America skyrocketed to about 60 million in one year. It was man that legalized it. It wasn't God. And I told you, man is the authority on the earth. And God will not override that authority. He has given it to man. So you see, Nigeria is better, is not better because of the system, not because of God or the devil. There's a country called Dubai. They don't have a Christian president. Nobody there speaks in tongues. Except the Christians who moved. Are you listening to me? They took a desert and turned it into the eighth wonder of the world. And everyone travels there. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Civilization doesn't happen by praying in tongues. It's common sense that drives it. Leadership. You have all the resources in the world here. What have you done with it? You are sending your oil to be refined outside of Nigeria. Then you now buy it back from them. See your sense now. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So, so when, you, when you begin to blame God for things, sit down and think. Sometimes when you blame God, it shows that you don't have sense. No, 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 no. You know, I told you on Thursday, what you shout deep at is a proof of how shallow you are. Everything that someone says, ah, deep, oh, deep, gone, deep. When I sit back and wait, I can tell that, ah, this guy doesn't have sense. Because when I look at it, there's nothing deep about it. So you showed how shallow you were because little things excite you. There's no depth. There's no depth there. Deep, deep, deep. But this one is deep, right? It's deep. It's deep. So listen to me. So you just want to go and say, God did it, God did it. Mm-mm. Do you have sense? Ask yourself. You end that. No, no, no. Where's Andrew? We're coming this morning. And I said to Andrew, look at that bus in front of us. He said, ah, that's how they are. The bus was tilted this way, and human beings were inside. No, you didn't see the bus before you entered the bus. The bus was tilted this way, and the door was standing halfway. You are about to crash. No, that's no God. God did put the bus on the road. It was a madman who put it there. 
and you who didn't have value for your life entered the bus. I've entered buses, I looked around, and I walked down. Why? You can't mess with my life. I have an assignment to do. I entered the bike one time. The moment I entered the bike, I was perceiving Odo. Odo the Pharaohs. If it was just if it was just BO, I would have managed. No. The, he was talking about 9 a.m., sir. The guy had drunk. And you want to drive two wheels with two with, with, with one eye. And I'll be what you are carrying. You're mad now. <laughs> Something is fundamentally wrong with you. Quintessentially wrong. Pivotally wrong with you. Get out from there, my friend. And that's not the bad. No, 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 no. That is not the shepherd there. It's a driver. <laughs> you know, be there and say, ah, I got drive well, though. Drive well. You don't have sense. I got small, 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 small. You saw that he, he drank. Say small, small. You don't, you don't advise alcohol. You don't advise alcohol now. He's under an influence. You went under the influence. Glory. Take it. Don't do that. They are going to have an accident by the grace of God. L listen to me. See, 90% of the bosses in Lagos, Nigeria are dead traps. It's dead going somewhere to happen. I'm not kidding. I've entered one. He's not crossing belt. He, what's he called? He's not seat belt. He's rope. Seat rope. No, hold on. Say, hold on. They walk. They walk. Hold on. You too, Mumu. You do it like with your suits. You don't have sense. My friend, come down and order an Uber and go to where you are going to. You wore suits. You are dragging rope. Monday morning. Oriye, Oriye, something's wrong with your head. Get down from there. So, Jesus, Jesus, he's not coming. He's not coming. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? They've been following me up for how many days now? Where's supplements? Take your supplements. Have you eaten? Eat now. Take it. Last night, I couldn't sleep. I was studying. She called me. Yeah, where's your supplements? I said, I will take it. She said, no, sir. I can't take it now. And my nurse, I have to stand up and go and take it now. That's the only way you can control me. <laughs> In church, you take orders. At home, I take it. I have to stay alive for the work. Are you? That's the work. Take down, take your supplement. I said, I will take, I said, I will take it in 30 minutes. He said, no, take it now. You are speaking in tongues. You don't take medicine. Something is wrong with you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the accident on the road is not God. It's some stupid people who connive with the government. You know when I pray some prayers, I, I, someone has heard me pray this prayer, I say, the, the mistake of other people will not cost me my life. I know what I'm praying. Because in Lagos, you drive for yourself and drive for other people. You are on your own, on this, your own lane. One madman will just come and meet you. See, they never jam you, see, they can jam you. <laughs> your motor's too fresh. But everyone scratch. Take it. So we're just by living by grace and faith. But the one you can avoid. Don't blame God for things that humanity caused. They are pushing water back somewhere. 
they want to make the place, the whatever they are building, the day the water will overflow. You see, God calls hurricane. Hurricane Harvey. You know. It was human intervention, whatever, interference with nature. They messed up the system. All the whole, what's it called? Um, global warming, O2, whatever, ozone, blah, blah, blah. What's all those things? You're sending carbon monoxide everywhere and messing up the whole atmosphere. Go to Portaco, see the black and thick clouds there. People can't breathe clear air. And you come down with long issues and you now tell me God was there. We were praying, or God relocate. Leave that city. If the government can't do anything about that, please. See, see, see here. Eh? I wanted to say something, but leave it. Leave that place. Sadly, eh, sometimes being in this country, sometimes it looks like you're in an abusive relationship. This country. This country. This country. So we are here because we are doing ministry. I'm not kidding you. I can't even go to where I want to go to today because of this. Come on, see, God is not a bad God. <laughs> I have a closing text. I've not got there. I've not. So it's it's going to be. That's why it's a series, right? So uh, so I will not preach up my message one day. It's plenty. So maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do it for like two months. I don't mind. I don't mind. Because I need to explain. See, see, see. Until you are sure who God is, you keep having issues in your life. I can't wake up and start blaming God for something now. I will never have anything to blame God for. So I want to question God. question God. What are you questioning God for? It means you are not you are a baby in the faith. You're a baby in the faith questioning God for. The devil is, is the God of this world, not the God of the world, the God of the systems of the world, but the believer is in charge of the earth. You can, you can cheat things in your favor. I, I don't care where I am. I'm in Nigeria. Good things are going to happen to me. You see what I'm saying now? So we agree you want to travel out? Me... <laughs> By all means, if you want to travel out, when you travel there, keep doing ministry there. And I said it before, when I didn't have any plans to leave this country for any reason, or no reason whatsoever, I don't have any plans until they had pushed me and pushed me and pushed me and pushed me. I said, okay, finally. The first question I asked them, when I go there, can I preach there? It's not good that someone will tell me this area, the gospel is not prevalent. You either lock me up or all of us will be on the streets. One of the two will happen. And in that prison, I will preach there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. My primary assignment will be done. Whether in prison or out of prison, in Nigeria or in the US or UK, wherever, we'll preach the gospel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So if you are going to somewhere where they stifle you up and you can't preach, that's how the place is. You know, they are just Muslims in this place. You explain to Jesus. You, you can't be living without purpose. That's death already. Now you're just walking dead. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's really me. Because I can't travel and I go there, I can't preach. I'm not doing nine to five, clock in, clock out, looking for money. 
you are hustling, you are not living. If you see visa travel, yes, travel. By all means, if you can leave the country, leave. Though. But of course, if you are, if, see, jackpot is not for good life, it's for good news. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not for you to go and be flying joy. Not big flex. Glory to God. Uh, maybe I should just jump and do this one so I can close. All right, so John 8, 42. Maybe I can just tie it up. Let me try, let me try to see. John 8, 42 to 44. Quick, 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 quick. Give me, okay. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. No, nor have I come my, of myself, but he sent me. Next verse. Please hurry, I need to run. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. Next verse. You are of your father, the devil. And the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from where? The beginning. So who has been killing from beginning? So all those deaths in the Old Testament, who? Who killed the firstborns of Egyptians? <laughs> it's Lucy, Lucy, baby. <laughs> if your name is Lucy, yeah, for, forgive me, please. <laughs> but that's a short form of Lucifer, now, Lucy. It's actually a very nice name. Oh. No, no, you think Lucifer is a bad name. See, in, that's the problem with. See, you see, that's the problem with. God, can I just preach in this church? <laughs> that's the problem with bad conduct. A man with a good name and a bad conduct can influence the name. Yeah. <laughs> I did, uh, can we share the grace, please? <laughs> Security, I beg you. I know the, the preacher they preach. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that, do you know that, do you know that the name Mary means bitter? Because yeah. something sweet came out of her. And not everybody wants to bear Mary. They, they've not checked the meaning. Why? Because she, now she born Jesus. Are you singing now? So, the mother from the beginning. How did I even get to this thing now? Lucy. Mm -hmm. Lucifer means morning light, morning star. Beautiful name. But the guy get doings. So the doings has affected the name. So nobody wants to be a Lucifer anymore. <laughs> Glory to God. So, 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 so this is how you read your scriptures. So when you go to the Bible, Old Testament, and you see all the killings, and God killed, and God did this, and God did that. Mm -mm. I told you last Sunday, the Old Testament cannot explain God. Because what they had was a fragment of the truth. Do you see? God, God at sundry time has spoken through our fathers, but now he speaks to us through the son. So the person who explains God is Jesus. So to know God accurately, you must see his son. Do you understand? Somebody comes and says, your father's stone. You go slap him first before you begin to ask where. You slap him first. Your father's stone. You have lived with him for 30 years of your life. He didn't pick a pin from anybody. He's been managing his life. Someone came and said, he's stone. I will slap you first. Then slap you again. You don't have sense. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
So, your father from the beginning, and he was a murderer from the murderer. So, who has been killing? So, you may not, you may not be able to exactly substantiate all the scriptures in the Old Testament well yet. Yeah, these guys have caught it. So, <laughs> you know, you may not be able to say, okay, this is how it happened, this is how it happened. But first of all, establish in your mind that any death in the Old Testament couldn't have been God. When you have that at the back of your mind, you now start investigating. So what happened here? Don't be thinking it's God Then you are trying to now find out if it's not God or not. No, you are going to be confused. You come to the New Testament and see first clearly that the person who killed here is not God. He says he has been a murderer from the beginning. So this is the culprit. But the guy, they disguise. Where did they disguise? Just they hide everywhere. Why? Because in the Old Testament, you will, not, you will hardly see a mention of devil. Are you seeing that now? So they had more mentions of God, so they believed God could do anything he can do and undo. That's all this, that is the Lord. So, what is your song? He's the one who undo and do. Baba hum, baba hum, baba hum. He's the unchangeable changer, changeable changer. Odumo odu. He's the, what's that other one? Is the one who uses um, a basket to fetch water to embarrass the bucket. Where did you see God carry bo- a basket and pour water inside? See, he's the one who uses a bucket to carry. You are describing your village gods. What did the bucket do to God? He wants to embarrass the bucket. Just say God can do impossible things. Come on, shout glory. Yeah. Say from the beginning and does not stand in the truth. So there's no there's no truth about the enemy. Even when he wants to tell truth, he will lie. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. So lie they live or hide the guy. For he's a liar and the father of it. The guy created lies. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So, so guess what he did? Uh, this cross hit me. So he killed in the Old Testament and covered his tracks. He lied. The culprit. It's a cleanup. He did a very good job. Killed someone, covered it. And these guys. And we've been looking for who he was. He snaked out. When I blame God for him. And I told you last Sunday, religion saw blood on him, Savior called him a killer. They didn't know it was his blood he said for his... Give me a message. Let me close. Package your offerings. Glory to God. (laughs) If God were your father, said Jesus, you would love me for I came from God and arrived here. (laughs) I didn't come on my own. He sent me. Why can't you understand one word I say? Here is why. You can't handle it. You are from your father, the devil. And all you want to do is please him. He was a killer from the very start. So God is not the one killing. He couldn't stand the truth because there wasn't a shred of truth in him. Ah, When the liar speaks, he makes it up. Are you seeing this thing now? Next verse. Out of his lying nature and fills the world with lies, I arrived on the scene. I arrived on the scene. Tell you the plain truth. 
and you refuse to have a thing to do with me, can any one of you convict me of a single misleading word, a single sinful act? But if I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone on God's side listens to God's words. This is why you are not listening, because you are not on God's side. Next verse. You don't finish. The Jews then said, that settles it. We are right. We were right all along. When we called you a Samaritan and said, we're crazy, demon possessed. They are not still getting it. Give me TPT. Jesus said, then if God were really your father, you would love me. For I have come from his presence. I didn't come here on my own. But God sent me. Next one, next one, next one, next one, next one, next one. Why don't you understand what I say? You don't understand because your hearts are close to my message. Next verse. You are the offspring of your father, the devil, and you serve your father very well, passionately carrying out his desires. He has been a murderer right from the start. He never stood within the truth, for he is full of nothing but lies. Lying is his native tongue. Native tongue is a master of deception. Are you seeing now? Master of deception and the father of lies. With this few words of man, I hope I've been able to convince you and not confuse you that God is not the culprit. God is good all the time and all the time. God, come on, shout glory. Hallelujah. Find your seat real quickly. If this is your first Sunday at the Logic Church, we love you. Can you just wave? We'd like to just appreciate you and honor you, my God. Can you be upstanding, please, for one minute? We just want to honor you rightly. Put your hands together for them. Don't stop clapping. First Sunday at the Logic Church, mainland. Can you be upstanding? We just love you like this. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Can you shake hands with them? Make them feel welcome. These are our most valued people. We know you. We can see you. We